Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hail Varsity Radio is live. Now, back to Schmitty. Schmitty's a great guy, but he don't have a brain. And Elijah. You want me to speak? We're not pointing you yet. On Hail Varsity Radio. Back with you, it's Hale Varsity of Friday, as we welcome in Brady Altman. And you are, what, what is that glorious XFL hat? Please tell us about it. Uh, it's one of those magnificent finds you get at a truck stop. Uh, I think this one There's a lot of from... things you can find at a truck stop, Brady. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, this is one of the better things you can get for $5 there. Uh, you're going to leave that one be. You're going to leave that one be. Well, it depends if you're inside the truck stop or behind it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one came straight from the, the basket right by the, uh, I guess it was the, the power waters or whatever the, whatever one fifty cents owns but i think i think this one came from sydney nebraska on a on an excursion one time so i took it out for the dog walk because it was kind of drizzling and i forgot i had it on but i'm glad i'm glad i got it on now (laughs) oh good work yeah i love the xfl hat brady oldman's with us okay ah focus um so let's talk harburg man you've seen a lot of of heinrich you've covered him Covered him in high school, covered him during the recruiting process, and uh, probably going to get the nod tomorrow, our, our little birdies tell us anyway. So lay it out for me. Uh, let's, let's apply the snippet of Boulder to tomorrow. And how do you kind of plan around him? Yes, his legs. Yes, his arm. But overall, I mean, we've really not seen his total upside at the college level, have we? No, I think the – because he's – he's gifted just athletically gifted. I think the biggest question mark with him is in accuracy reading guys coming out of their breaks uh, and the, the repetitions, the rhythm that he has with the receivers, because, you know, it's, it's tough for that new kind of oddball receiver group because they're it's, it never seems to be the same week after week uh, to get a rhythm going with a new quarterback. It's, it's a tall order, but you know, Heinrich's a guy that he's, he's clearly gifted. I mean, he was gifted in high school. He's, he's athletically talented. He's got a good arm. He can and he can make good decisions. I mean, you see him. It's not like his decision making is poor. Even when he was in Boulder uh, in a really hostile environment against a pretty talented team. Uh, so I, I think he's he's in a good position, which I think is a testament to him and even to the coaching staff. Considering about this time last year, the offensive coordinator kind of laughed away the idea of him even seeing you know, getting padded up on a travel roster and he could potentially be starting the home opener tomorrow. So uh, again, credit to him, credit to the coaching staff. He, he can go if need be. And I assume that they'll kind of cater the offense to, to suit his strengths. And Brady, what, what do you make of the arm talent of a guy like Heinrich Harper? Cause I think a lot of people forget that back when he was recruited out of Kearney Catholic, he wasn't seen as a guy that was exclusively a threat with his legs. I think from my perspective here in Lincoln and from, from talking recruiting back then, he was seen as a guy that was more of a mobile pocket passer as opposed to a guy who was truly a threat with the legs and the, the arm being secondary. What 
do you remember from his high school career, and what do you think he can be for Nebraska based on what we've seen in limited snaps and in the spring games? Well, he was a long-time standout at Kearney Catholic. I mean, he it wasn't just like a, he emerged on the scene um, on a, like a junior or a senior year. People knew about him. Uh, which is a testament to his ability because uh, Carney Catholic, I didn't think they'd rebound after that big loss to Lawrence Nelson o- over a decade earlier. You know what I mean? But, um, he's, he, but Heinrich was one of those guys that you just see in every sport. I mean, he stand out. And I think you even see a little bit of that back in the, the, um, the off season when they had the winter conditioning and the, the Husker Olympics and he'd throw it off the backboard, catch it well behind his head and dunk it. I mean, he still got that same athleticism. He still got that, that pure talent uh, to, to make the plays, to make the reads. I mean, he, he got accolades in high school partially again, because he wasn't, he wasn't just an athlete making the plays. He was a bona fide football player out there going about it. And at quarterback, it's a lot to ask for. Granted, the big 10 is a little bit different, you know, than starting at Kearney Catholic, but you can't ask him to take on big 10 opponents at that place, but he did his job, took care of business and he's grown uh, into this position now. So, I mean, he's, he's, I think it's for him, it's probably been a long time coming. And I think you've, you've slowly seen in the years since then that he's kind of worked his way into this role. I mean, keep in mind, they were talking, maybe moving him to tight end in the off season and, you know, he stands tall and sticks to his guns and now he's a quarterback. So kudos to him. So Brady, what would be kind of your benchmark performance line from Harburg to deem it a success? Now, obviously a win, but what do you need to see from Heinrich tomorrow, assuming he starts this game and that stat line when it's all said and done? Well, well, I'll be totally honest. The The bar for quarterback play for Nebraska isn't particularly high this season. So I would far. agree. Uh, so, uh, take, so taking care of the football is number one. Uh, but you just, just game management, just pure game management. A guy to not uh, hold, you know, obviously hold on to the football, make the right reads, get his handoffs in. And then when they're marching and actually have some momentum, don't make the bad decision. Don't make the bad throw. Don't, you know, eyeball a receiver down. Be, trust your gut on instincts like that and live to fi- live to fight another day. Send it, you know, into row G if you have to. Just a guy who's able to manage a game in that situation. Clearly, he's he's going to be um, in favorable conditions. He's going to have, you know, some 88,000 people chanting and cheering for him, surrounding him, which is certainly a lot. <laughs> you, could, you could ask for a lot worse things to have to go into in a college football opener um, and debut, but... Um, you know, he, he's a guy that's just going to have to manage the game and then let the other guys kind of kind of take their roles and, and trust his offensive line, which I think has been playing pretty well so far. Brady Altman's with us at Brady Altman's on Twitter's where you find him. Uh, we've got Colin uh, apparently in South Bend uh, throwing out the Nebraska's the thief, thief of joy for football. You have happy Notre Dame fans going on. We'll see how happy they are. I think they beat Ohio State. Yes, I'm calling my shot a week early, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how happy Notre Dame fans are. But, Colin, thanks for checking in from South Bend. And that, uh, that drive to, to South Bend, you'd think it'd be a lot prettier than it is, but then you drive through Gary, Indiana. It looks like you're, you're like, entering oh, hell. Indiana yeah. might be uh, the worst state like in America, and I'm not even kidding. Wait, like, and then you're, especially drive through. You're driving like it down the interstate, horrible. and it's awful looking. And then you see the exit for South Bend. You look right, and you see these nice buildings. You go, where the hell did that come from? It's like it's like a gym in the middle of absolute hell. 
Well, yeah, there's, it's, there's it's campus like a mirage there's, in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Yeah. You know? there, there's campus and then there's there's South Bend. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so Brady, let's talk recruiting and on a national scale. Modern day Brandon Baker. He's visiting tomorrow. You have uh, Nebraska in the mix, of course. It sounds like it's Texas or Ohio State, Florida State, Oregon. Grant Bricks, I know you've been in contact with both of those camps. Tell us a little bit uh, from from what your intel's saying about Nebraska's chances. Uh, tackle's a big spot for the Big Red. Yeah, I mean, Baker, It's I think it was always a long shot to get him, but it's also a testament to Matt Rule and the coaching staff and Nebraska's reputation for offensive linemen that he continues to you know keep Nebraska in the mix. Uh, Bricks, a little bit different story. I mean, he's a little bit more local. Uh, he's going to be a guy that's – he's – this coaching staff has been after him for a while. You know, he's been on the recruiting radar for a while and they're, it would be a big get because they need, a, you know, they need to, to hunker down in the line. They closed in strong on this last offensive line group in the 2023 class. Uh, and, you know, either one of these guys would be obviously a great cornerstone for this, for this recruiting class. It'd be a big one. And I've, I've long said, and I'm sure you guys can understand just getting like a kid like Brandon Baker, just get him to Lincoln for a game day. There's, I mean, there is a lot of great atmospheres for college football in the country, Nebraska on a game day. I mean, that that's a pretty good selling point for a recruit to just be like, whatever happens, however, you know, however you're playing, you got the chance to play in front of this. I mean, there's not a lot of kids who will just look at that and say, yeah, I'm not interested at all. So you get both of them in, plus the new rule era. I know it's too lackluster showing so far for this football team, but put them in front of the home fans in a favorable game that they could potentially win. I mean, you, you like your chances with getting at least one of them. Brick's probably a lot more so than Baker. Another big name on campus tomorrow, Brady, is a guy that's really raised his profile within the past couple of re- weeks, Anthony Rezac, the quarterback from West Side. Still sounds like his recruitment's as an athlete. You're not sure if he's going to be a quarterback at the next level or not, but he's shown that talent for Westside this year. Another question that is raised from that is the commitment already of Daniel Kalen. Do you want to bring in two quarterbacks? Tell me a little bit about Anthony Rezac, what the staff likes about him, and whether the, the Huskers would be willing to take two scholarship quarterbacks this cycle. Yeah, well, I mean, Rezac is one of those kids that he was clearly talented last year. I think he's always been talented, but you just see it a lot more, more of a bona fide quarterback prospect this mm-hmm. fall. Um, he's got a lot more of a body work. Obviously, Westside has just been just bonkers on offense. They're a buzzsaw. Like, they're just, they're, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Rezac's going to be one of those guys that I think it's, it's proof, it, even just in familial lines, Nebraska doesn't want to miss on some of these in-state kids that end up, you know, growing into something else or that another program looks and sees, hey, we can do something with you. Uh, So I think that this is another one of those cases. Uh, Could he be a quarterback? It's I'm not exactly sure how Matt Rule would want to manage it. It is not unlike um, Marcus Satterfield, offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach to take two quarterbacks in the same class. He's done that before at South Carolina. They've done that before at Baylor. So it isn't. it isn't a no-no as far as he's concerned. They've done it in the past, so it, it's definitely a potential. It's just going to be a matter of do they see him as a as a college quarterback? I mean, I would say it's a lot more likely now than it was this time last year or even last November. But, I mean, the kid's incredibly athletically gifted. You could put him in the secondary. You can move him all over. And he's he's got the tools that they could develop into something pretty special at the next level. He's a, He's a winner. He's a leader. He's talented enough. And – there are worse options at quarterback 
than you can you can gamble on. I would I'd get him and just say, hey, we'll give it a shot, and if it doesn't work out, you're playing somewhere else because you're a dude. Dude, he's a football player. Just get him on campus and keep him on campus. It's as simple as that. Brady, about a minute. What happens tomorrow? Need your prediction. Does Nebraska uh, make folks reach for the hard stuff, or is it uh, the easy stuff tomorrow night? <laughs> Man, uh, well, there's no two ways around it. If this one's, if this is a bitter pill to swallow tomorrow, it's going to be a long season because there's, I mean, Longer? Northern Illinois. Is, I mean, yeah, I mean. They, their work to date hasn't been all that impressive. They got to win, but Boston College might be the worst team in Power Five football this year, folks. So um, it's it's a tall order, but also I think this is another one. If you want excitement, Tony White's defense, those guys playing in front of a home crowd, they've already they're tied for the lead in the country in sacks. They're going to smell blood against a weakened offense. I think there there could potentially be some fireworks on that side of the ball. And folks, it wouldn't be the first time that a uh, Nebraska defense has made plays and touchdowns and turnovers to uh, to make up for a lackluster offense. No offense to Zach Lee if you're listening. No offense at all. <laughs> Second Zach Lee reference today. Oh nine, I love it. <laughs> Brady will check in soon. Thanks for the time at Brady Oltman's. Find him on Twitter. Have a good weekend. We'll we'll tip one here soon. Appreciate you guys.